Welcome to the Sparkle Shamelessly with Lainey Love podcast. I'm your transformational host, Lainey Love Dalby, and I'm on a mission to free human spirits to sparkle shamelessly and step into their authentic power, including you, beloved listener. On this podcast, we're gathering fireside from around the globe for monthly interviews, storytelling, spiritual teachings, and sacred practices with style, sass, and the sacred. Come on over to LaineyLoveDalby.com for more spiritual and leadership development resources. And now, on to the show! Hello, beloveds! We are so thrilled to be with you here today. And before we begin, I just want to invite you to take a moment to visualize that we're gathering in our virtual sacred circle now from across the globe for an intimate fireside chat with one of my dear soul sisters, Abiola Abrams. Just breathe in deep, allowing yourself to come into full presence in this moment. And on the next in-breath, just really breathing in all of our beloveds that are circling around and nestling up next to the fire and allow yourself to just fully arrive here now into this sacred container from wherever you're tuning in to join us. So let's just take one more deep breath together. So I'm so deeply honored and grateful to have Abiola beaming into the Soul Sparkle Sanctuary with me today. She's a spiritual success coach and self-worth midwife that helps visionary women with the courage to be seen and heard, to create movements around their big ideas. She's also an award-winning motivational speaker, transformational author, and advice columnist who's been featured on networks from MTV to the BBC, given talks and led transformational workshops from NYC to London, shared inspiration in publications from the Daily Om to Essence Magazine, and held spiritual retreats from Bali to Belize. Overall, she's passionate about midwifing conscious women leaders to breakthrough, and I'm thrilled she's here with us today. Welcome, sister. Yes, thank you so much, my beautiful sister. Thank you, beloved, for having me here in your sacred space. (laughs) Yes, so each Moon Cycle and Sister Hive community, we're deepening into one of the 13 pillars of the sacred art of sparkling shamelessly. And this moon, our community pillar, is sparkle shamelessly with the theme of being in our essence self. So it's really about expressing all shades of our technicolor being and really daring to live into our fullness and raw truth. For when we do, we come alive. Because we're walking stardust, and I know you believe that too, sister. Every single living being, regardless of race or class or nationality or religion or species, It is our true nature to shine. And shining together as we are here, 
there is an interconnected constellation of us, just like the stars shining brightly in the night sky, flooding the house of humanity with light. Each a cosmic and radiant node in our interconnected web of all life. And my life's work is to help us all do just this, sparkle shamelessly. And it's really about allowing our spiritual magnificence to come forth, our soul essence, the reality and raw truth of who we are. It's our unique soul sparkle and medicine that only we can bring to the world. And it's really about being lit up and turned on and blazing true, which Aviola does so well. And, you know, it's really feeling our full life force energy and being filled with this aliveness to our core. So really coming home and remembering who we truly are and claiming our worth so that we can stand in our highest power and artistry, serving life. And truly knowing that we are enough just as we are and that we are whole and sovereign. So since Aviola sparkles shamelessly in all that she does, I just really wanted to have her come today to share her medicine with us and to talk about how she really sustains her powerful leadership in the world. So, sister. Yes! Woo! <laughs> I can say that I'm always so amazed by your energy and your magnetism and your positivity and just the fierce way that you shine in the world. So I'd love to start by asking you to share a bit about your own revolutionary journey that really led you to your sacred work that you're doing now. Yes, yes. Well, again, first of all, thank you so much for inviting me into your sacred space and your sanctuary. It is an honor and a blessing and a blessing to be here. I think that, you know, one of the reasons why I adore you so much is that we have similar missions, we are similar constellations, and we are both obsessed, obsessed with helping being, you know, a bridge to help others to dissolve the barriers that are keeping them from who they are and who they want to be. Yes. And, right? Like, I am obsessed with that. And I think that, you know, all of us who are teachers, givers, um, ministers here on this planet, that we are giving the medicine that we wish would have existed for us. And through that, we're teaching also what we are most needing to learn or what mm. we most needed to learn at some point in time. Mm. And so my background, um, I am a native New Yorker, one of the few, <laughs> actually born and raised New Yorker. But what's interesting about that is I'm the first person in my family born in the United States and so I'm from an immigrant family my family is from Guyana in South America which is the second poorest country in this hemisphere and so I grew up as a first generation American where it looked like America on the outside but in my house it was Guyana <laughs> and we were eating curry and roti and <laughs> all of those things and so there was a lot of joy and a lot of delight with that but there was a lot of confusion with that as well because all kids really just want to fit in with the kids who are around them. And, you know, a lot of us were bullied growing up. I was bullied 
But what added a layer to it was that my entire family was bullied mm. by the neighborhood that we lived in. Yeah, my mm. entire family was bullied and told to go back to our country mm. on almost a daily basis. And so it was really, really tough. It was really hard because I also didn't understand as a child, they're saying, go back to your country. I'm like, my country's here. Like, what do you mean? Like, I thought I was born in Brooklyn. Like, you know, it was like really confusing. Um, and it's so interesting because I remember even, like, I remember a very clear incident when I was a kid and, you know, a group of kids had gathered and they were like, well, where are you from? Are you African? What are you? Why don't you go back there? How did you get here? Did you get here in a boat or whatever? And I'm like, I came on the subway from Brooklyn, you know, okay, or whatever. And I remember going into my parents' house in Queens, New York, and getting, we still had like the paper encyclopedias back then, <laughs> you know, getting an encyclopedia and just feeling like, okay, well, they, they're just ignorant. They just need information. That's all. <laughs> and then thinking I was going to educate this group of bullies about like, okay, well, here's where, you know, this is Guyana. This is Africa. You know, Guyana is in South America. This is like a little, <laughs> but of course, bullies are not interested in being educated. So maybe that was my first motivational or transformational talk. I don't know. <laughs> you started very early <laughs> very early <laughs> and I also along with that you know had you know the challenge that again a lot of people had you know of my parents you know they're still together now but they were breaking up and together and breaking up and together and no one was having conversations with us you know no one would sit down and do like we saw on tv and say you know hey family here's what's happening you know it would just be like okay well you know i guess they had an argument because they didn't fight in front of us but suddenly my dad is gone oh okay well now he's back or you know that sort of thing mm -hmm. and along with that i had undiagnosed anxiety mm -hmm. Several different kinds of anxiety that manifested in disordered eating mm -hmm. and you know i had eczema on my skin and you know would then scratch my arms until they bled and in the culture that my family is from or just in general in the 80s and 90s it was very different than it is now like in terms of getting therapy and getting help for young people you know so i remember talking to my mom and, and I had to get a permission slip, you know, signed to be able to see the school therapist. And I was like, you know, can you sign this? And she was like, you don't need that. You don't need any therapy. Like, just talk to me. And it's like, <laughs> you know, there just wasn't a lot of awareness. Mm -hmm. And so the interesting thing is that because I feel very strongly that when we have a calling, it's always there. Different things ignite it, but it is always there. And so there were still these, throughout all of that, these bright moments where I was leading like a, the, a leader in the students, a students of color organization in my school. Or I remember awesome things where we would get up and I, I would get up and be able to share on poetry day and that sort of thing that I feel like is still like, you know, was me finding that still small voice that, you know, was able to finally help me to break through. And I feel it very strongly that then, once we have seen any kind of light, it's not our job to be like, okay, well, good, I'm free, but it's it's important to, to be a bridge and help others over as well. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that. It makes me think of uh, Dr. Pinkola, 
uh, Clarissa Pinkola Estes quote that struggling souls catch light from other souls who are fully lit and willing to show it. Yes, yes, so, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for being that light and being willing to show it and being willing to be a wayfinder for others through the darkness oh. and into their potential. So thank you. Yes. You're welcome. You're welcome. I feel like, you know, for anyone who we're seeing, there's this beautiful Dr. Maya Angelou quote where she says, you know, we come as one, but we stand as 10,000. So you're seeing me, you're having Abiola in your beautiful circle, but I stand as 10,000. So not only are there ancestors and people whose names I will never know who came behind me, but there were also teachers. And, you know, my parents, even with all of their struggles, were amazing parents to me. And there were, you know, family members. And there were, you know, there's no one who makes it through alone. And that's what I love about, you know, the beautiful interconnectedness, the way that this beautiful universe was so specially designed for us. I could weep at the beauty and the intricacy of, you know, the human design that you cannot make it alone. You know, as much as, you know, we may find stress and struggle and strife through other people and, you know, and feel at times like, oh, I don't want to deal with another soul. But that's not how we were designed. That's not how we were built. Yeah. So yeah. beautiful. Thank you, sister. Yeah, I, you know, I, I completely agree with that and, and, you know, feel that so strongly. And, you know, I believe that we each possess what I like to call our unique soul sparkle or medicine that the world needs now. And it's really based on the gifts and strengths and life experiences and our ancestry and tapping into our roots and knowing really where we came from. And if you believe in past lives, really connecting into those and bringing those capacities in as well in this lifetime. So I I'd love to ask you what your recommendations are for our listeners to help them reconnect their own unique medicine and soul sparkle. So the first recommendation that I have when it comes to reconnecting with your soul sparkle is, you know, you want to create a series of rituals for yourself. And rituals are really, really important because there are moments in our lives that no matter who you are, that are going to throw you, that are going to knock you off of your access. And they vary from things like, okay, maybe an uncomfortable meeting to, you know, a, a death or a firing or something like that, or a breakup or, you know, and there's a range of things that will throw us off. And so we need to have a place within ourselves, a refuge within ourselves in the form of rituals that when we get knocked off access that we're able to come to, to re reset our default settings. Mm -hmm. Because right now we all have wonky default settings because the well-meaning people who raised us wanted to, you know, do, they did the best that they could with what they knew. And that wasn't because everything is expanding and evolving so quickly that it may not be relevant in any way, shape or form to who you are today. Mm -hmm. And so some of those rituals can include things like journaling. Mm -hmm. Journaling is such a powerful and transformative healing practice. And there are several different kinds of journaling. Um, I know that some people feel very blocked when it comes to journaling because they have fears left over thinking of school and grammar and you know grading and things like that. But you're not writing for it to be read by anyone else. You're just writing for your own healing and your own witnessing and your own evolution. And so, you know, a, a practice, a daily practice of journaling, a few different kinds are gratitude journaling, 
or morning pages where you get up and free write or um, scripting where you can write things as you would have them be in the present tense to do a beautiful co-creative dance over your life. So that is a really powerful way to reclaim your sparkle. Mm-hmm. Another one is that because we, you know, sisters of, you know, sisters here who are in this circle, sisters of the spirit, tend to live in the spirit and live, you know, in our hearts. And if we're cerebral people in our minds, like we can live here and here. And a lot of times, like we, we're not in our bodies. I've had, you know, time go by where I haven't just been in my body. But the thing is that, you know, that's why they say mind, body, spirit, or mind, body, soul, that we are spiritual beings having a human experience and we cannot discount that. And so these beautiful bodies were given for a reason. And so we need to do a practice that brings you into your body, whether it's dance, you know, at my, um, at my upcoming Goddess of Paris retreat, I'm having something called Josephine Baker Night School, where I'm having a cabaret dancer come and teach us cabaret and burlesque and high heels for manifesting in a castle in Chantilly, France, so something like that, or I go to yoga and do kickboxing. And I really had noticed that my body, if we don't, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. That I had become really sedentary and it was, you know, I was going to my, I was going to my mat every day and doing my meditation, my sacred practices, but I was not using my body. And I started to notice myself getting winded, climbing a simple staircase or something like that. Or, and it was like, whoa, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. If I plan, you know, to be here on this earth form, you know, for a while longer, you know, to complete my mission, then I have to integrate this beautiful, incredible body that I've been gifted. We're given one in this lifetime anyway. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so getting into some kind of a physical practice, you can start with walking, just start with walking. Um, Also, along with that, a mindfulness practice you know, whether that is, you know, yoga or meditation or, you know, whatever it is, there is a meditation practice that works for everyone. And I understand that, you know, we come to it differently. You know, for me, when I first started to meditate, I would, I would sit and I would, I set my alarm first for, for 60 seconds, I think first for 30 seconds, because it was all I could do. And you start where you are. And I would be thinking about the groceries and the person I was dating. And is, did he call me back? Or, you know, like I would be like my brain would be pinging all over the place. And so then I discovered guided meditation and I create guided meditations and have guided meditation albums as well, because it was such a helpful practice for me because I needed the extra guidance to help me with focus and concentration. But if you don't have access to that, just sit and breathe. Mm. Focus on the space in between your breaths. It's incredibly powerful, incredibly Mm -hmm. powerful. Get in the gap, as the late Dr. Wayne Dyer used to say. Get in the gap, the gap, the space in between our breathing you know, I think is really, really powerful. And then um, the, the last one that I will suggest for now is exactly what people are doing by watching this conversation and feeling into this conversation. Have a soul nourishing sisterhood practice. 
get into a circle, get into a group. You know, that's why the amazing Sister Hive exists and all of my beautiful products and services and programs exist. Get into a group. You know, if you are loving what you are finding with Lainey, then when she has live things, show up, get there, be there. It's really, really important. And I think that transformation happens in immersive experiences and immersive spaces, not where you just go to something and then you tune out and go back to doing the same old thing with the same old people that we need to be immersed. And so, you know, it's great to, you know, binge watch something mindless. I do it, you know, as well. It's great to, for all of that, but sit and, and, and binge listen to Lainey and her podcast, you know, <laughs> or me or someone else. It doesn't have to be either of us, someone who floats your boat, sit and binge that, go through all of that and immerse yourself in, you know, your own healing and evolution. Mm, yes, delicious. I'm, I'm ready. I'm in. And I love that um, unbeknownst to you, you actually just mentioned four of the main pillars of the sacred <laughs> art of sparkling. Of course I did. Right? Of course like, I did. Like, we're just so... <laughs> when right through <laughs> connecting to the ancestors rooting in ritual and ceremony gathering oh in sacred circle and beloved community focusing and committing to transformation and really coming together and oh. you know, that is the way true transformation happens and it is yes. also the way that we remember because yes. we're mirrors for each other and when we show up together and come into sacred space together, whether it's a virtual sacred circle like this or whether it's an in-person sacred circle, we have the opportunity to truly see our divinity mirrored back to us, to see who we truly are and to remember and to call all those parts of ourselves back home that may have been shamed or oppressed or are locked up and stored in trauma. So I just, I want to honor that. I love all of your suggestions. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, yes <laughs> right yes, there yes. with you. Um, <laughs> and, and with that, I love all those suggestions for our listeners. And I'm curious for you personally, what mm -hmm. is your, especially around this idea of staying in your essence self, really sparkling shamelessly instead of moving from the egoic self? You know, yes. what is your main way, your personal practice that you use to really stay in your essence self? And in that sense, I feel like it's really saying, how do you stay close to what is most sacred and stay yes. focused on the heart of what matters each day? Yes. Oh, I love this question. Well, for me, prayer is a really important part of my practice. And if someone is listening and they don't feel comfortable with the word prayer, they could say intention. You know, we get so caught up in language and, and allow it to block us from you know, magical things, magical practices. So prayer or intending into the vibration of, you know, or channeling into the vibration of the things that I'm creating. That's why, you know, my site is named Womanifesting is a really, really important part of my practice. And you could use different tools. Like for me, I use, as a matter of fact, I use, oh, my kitty cat, Annabelle is here. <laughs> Hi, Annabelle. So she may pop in, <laughs> but I, I use, um, these are my, my goddess affirmation cards that I downloaded, um, that are called manifesting cards, um, that are an important part of my practice of, 
what I call giving birth to myself on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. you know, that we are as women, I feel that, you know, whoever, however you came to spell your name, woman, you know, that we are fertile, whether we ever give birth to an earth child or not. And we are always in this beautiful co-creative dance with the universe. And it is amazing. And it's when we feel when we, we either consciously or unconsciously block and hold ourselves off from that stream of creation that we then feel stuck and stilted and hold back in our lives. And so, you know, a beautiful, if, if you don't know how to pray or, you, or how to use intention using, you know, affirmation cards like mine or again, someone else's doesn't have to be mine, but this is the manifesting deck and, you know, pulling a card um, and I'll pull a card for us in this conversation, you know, pulling a card and using that as guidance yeah. is a really powerful way to begin. Mm. Really, really powerful way to begin. You can do the same thing with a sacred book if there is a book that is meaningful for you or a book of poetry, like a book of Rumi's poetry. And, you know, just go to a passage or a poem and then use that as a catalyst uh, for your intention or prayer is really, really powerful. Mm, beautiful. Thank you, sister. Yeah. And uh, I loved before too, how you mentioned the embodied part of this journey and embodied leadership and how coming into our bodies is so important in Koya, uh, the movement form that I teach, we pull a card at the beginning of every class. So divination decks are, you know, they're extremely important part of, you know, really being able to, you know, tap into Oracle wisdom and to help catalyze and ignite us. Um, and to help guide us with our intentions, especially if we're feeling a little lost or overwhelmed or distracted by the outside world, it's a really great way for it to come in. And inevitably, whatever card you pull, it is always the perfect card for you in that moment, you know? And and I'll tell you a little secret. I'm working on my first divination deck as well. My secret art. So I'm super excited. And I, I want everyone to go out and get Aviola's deck as well and, you know, really find some inspiration for yourself it's a it's a beautiful beautiful way box we'll definitely post that below too so I want to ask you one final question and really what do you feel is the most important wisdom for us to heed today in this world that's filled with so much shame and oppression and trauma that can really dim our spirit and dim our unique soul sparkle I think that what is key, what is most important is self-acceptance. Beginning with self-acceptance. I firmly believe that when a woman chooses to love, honor, cherish, and accept herself, that we shift something, that the very Teutonic plates shift, that we shift something, that there is a rumbling that is heard, that ripples through her life and the lives around her, whether they're aware of it or not. And once we've tapped into that, you know, once you know, you can't unknow. You know, once we've tapped into that, yes, you, you, we have our moments, you know, of darkness because we are human beings. And so, you know, self-acceptance includes accepting the shadow. Yes. Yeah. You know, very, very important work with healing around that. Self-acceptance includes uh, for forgiveness practices 
and healing shame, which is the most debilitating vibration and emotion. Mm -hmm. Self-acceptance is incredibly healing. And that is, I think, where, where we want to all begin. Mm, so beautiful. Yes, completely agreed there. Really accepting and loving all parts of ourselves and yes. welcoming them back home. Well, welcoming them back home to integration and wholeness. And, you know, the, the importance of sparkling shamelessly without the dark, we wouldn't have the light. And so it's not all light and unicorns and rainbows all the time. It's so important for us to go into the chamber of the dark goddess, to enter into those places of shadow within us, and to really overturn and look for and mine for the gold that is there and really bring it into awareness, bring it to the light, because those are essential aspects of ourselves as well that have just been sort of put behind us in the shadow bag when we were shamed and when we were wounded, usually when we were children. And so that's a big part of this journey too. And we're definitely going to have a future podcast going in and talking about shadow work. But for now, we won't be getting into that. But just know that that's an important part of this pillar of this essence. And, you know, finding somebody to work with to engage in the shadow is a very powerful way to start to unlock more of your light. Absolutely. Mm. Yes. <laughs> oh, sister, thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. And do you have any final parting words for our listeners? Oh my goodness. This was such a juicy and incredible conversation. And so I want to thank everyone who is being magnetized here to this incredible sacred healing space. I want you to know that you are beautiful, that you are powerful, and that you are enough. You are absolutely enough. You are so enough that you were gifted this beautiful universe. You are so enough that you were gifted another opportunity to come forth and be, be who you are, be who you be, you know, to shine unapologetically and shamelessly. And that your birth certificate is the only proof, the only proof that you need of your validity here on this planet. And that is what I want people to know. That's what I want them to know. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a free gift for your audience. I am feeling called to share with them my Chakras on Fleek meditation album that they can download free by going to chakrasonfleek.com. <laughs> chakrasonfleek.com. And, you know, you can begin your, if you don't already have a guided meditation practice, this is a really um, great way to begin. Mm -hmm. And is it okay to share with them the retreat? Um, or no. Sure, you could share that now. Is it okay? Okay, okay. And then I also want to invite you, uh, if you're feeling called, to come play with me in France. I'm having a, my, my last couple few retreats were, you know, I did a workshop in London and in Bali and in Belize, as Lainey said at the beginning of this beautiful goddess conversation. And the next is the Goddess of Paris Miracles and Manifesting Retreat. And you can learn more about that at goddessofparis.com. Awesome. Goddess of Paris.com. 
Thank you, sister. It's been such an honor to have you here today on the podcast, sharing all of your juicy wisdom and sparkle and shine. And I sense that in the future, you and I will be collaborating as well. So everybody should stay tuned for that to really get a double dose of shameless sparkle. So thank you so much. And we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining us for the show today, beloved. If you want to hear more from our guest today, join us in Sister Hive, where you'll receive a masterclass from her and so much more. You can find out more about her work at womanifesting.com and goddessofparis.com. And remember, trillions of years of evolution and revolution led to you. It's time to remember who you truly are and why you're here at this most powerful time in human history. It's time to allow your full spiritual magnificence and the raw truth of who you are to come forth. It's time to be lit up and turned on and blazing true because the world needs your unique soul sparkle now more than ever. So remember, Someone out there needs you. Are you willing to finally come out of hiding and live your life so that they can find you? I'll leave you with that question for now, beloved, and I'll see you next time. Bye for now. If you enjoyed the show today, please share it with your beloveds. And come on over to LaineyLoveDolby.com where you'll receive a free Soul Sparkle Starter Kit so you can begin your own journey to ignite your revolutionary potential today. 